Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Is Nashville under a new mask mandate? Historic Wedgwood Houston Mansion sale is finalized. Plus one of Nashville's best shopping districts will soon become a little more livable. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. morning nashville hope you're having a fantastic wednesday uh got a lot to talk about on today's podcast mask mandates in nashville uh moving literal mansions that one's gonna be fun <laughs> and uh, 12 south becoming just a little more livable uh for your shopping uh experiences uh uh, in my hand, if you've been listening for the podcast for the past week or two, uh, you'll know this is the terrific Tennessee book, the uh, $6.95 retail, 10 cents at McKay's book. And uh, it, oh, no, so it, it was originally retail at $6.95. $6.95 is the and that's price what it's on almost worth on Amazon right now. Yeah, and <laughs> this was made in 1996. So it's, wow. held, it's held its value. That's great. Fantastic. Uh, good, for, good for the author on this one, uh, published right here in Nashville. Um, if you've been listening also, you will know that, uh, this section has been, uh, renamed as stump Stewart. Um, but, uh, today Stuart, the fate is in your hands Oh shoot! for which page I'm going to turn to. It's like a card trick. I'm going to just like flip through the book and you tell me when where to stop. to stop. Okay. And, uh, and, and we're going to find a fact uh, to, to see what we can learn about Tennessee. All, All right. right. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. I'm going to hold this close to the mic. Stop. Collaborate and listen. I spec <laughs> with a brand new edition. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> okay. This is, uh, this is interesting. Um, man, there, this was a good page. You, you, st- you, you, you stumbled upon a really, Good page. Uh, there's a couple ways that I could ask you this. Um, I'll, I'll maybe go the easier route. Something blank was first made in Chattanooga in 1917, and it's still in existence today. Do we? Uh, what do you think that this is? Do we talk about this? Uh, when we did Made in Tennessee, we did. We did. We did. Okay. (laughs) Chattanooga. Oh man. Chattanooga. Um, it is not the cast iron pots because that's made over in the Smokies. Correct. Uh, the first thing coming to mind is Bush's baked beans. Okay. Uh, drum roll, please. I don't think that's it. (laughs) It is not Bush's Uh, baked beans. It's not Mountain Dew because that was found in Knoxville. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, moon pies. It is moon pies. There, there we you go. Very good. Moon right. pies were first made in Chattanooga in 1917. Um, and uh, it, it gives a nice follow-up fact. How many moon pies would it take to reach the moon? Uh, it's like probably 85 million. It is close to three billion. billion. Oh, that was way way off. So two billion nine hundred forty-six million two hundred forty thousand. The, this is back in 1996. The Chattanooga bake, 
Bakery Company now bakes about 300,000 moon pies per day. Wow. It's a good page. It's out. There's a there's a bunch more there's on a, there. Which way? There we go. Uh, Bush's Baked Beans was founded over in the Smokies, too, now that I'm thinking of it. It was founded in the Smokies. Probably same around that thing. same time. Hey, same thing as the cast iron. They're probably founded together, and they're like, hey, can I put your baked beans in, in, in my cast iron? <laughs> in my cast iron. I can we know. just make companies at the same time, please? Yeah, can we just make this at the same That probably actually <laughs> happened at, with some companies in America. Oh, I'm sure that uh, one company created the demand for another and so on and so forth. You and know what's a really the baked good... baked beans go over the cast iron grill going over the fireplace. With a Mountain Dew in your hand. Yeah, with a Mountain Dew mm, and a Moon Pie. That sounds like a good experience. You know what's actually a really good combination? When Speaking of Moon Pies, I don't know if you're going to agree with me. <laughs> but I see this all the time, especially in, like, very, very small towns. Okay. It's, a, it's a Moon Pie, and it's uh, on top of a RC Cola, and it has, like, a little, like knob thing where it's like this like cardboard over the rc cola and it's actually a fantastic combination moon pies and rc cola so like you don't like dunk it just like no, eating, you just eating eat a moon it pie. just have like the rc to drink okay interesting i don't think that's that's not as bad as i was expecting no <laughs> a combination to be I, I i've done some really weird things with food <laughs> like i've had donkey before that was well, the weird thing that I've time. never done that's a Southern thing uh, is putting peanuts in Coca-Cola. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. Uh, that's just not something that uh, I've traditionally done. I've done it before. Uh, it wasn't anything life-changing. Uh, I'll have to do it again, though. Do you enjoy Do you enjoy boiled peanuts? I, I'm, I don't know if I, I don't think I've ever had boiled peanuts. Oh. So it, it's boiled peanuts is like. It's kind of Tennessee. It, as soon as you cross the Tennessee line down into Alabama, Georgia, yep. Mississippi, it's huge. Down in uh, Alabama, I think it's Decor. I can't remember the town in Alabama. They have a boiled peanut, uh, peanut festival every yeah. year. Yeah. Like, it's a big deal. <laughs> it, yeah. The, tons of, of fun stuff. Um, all right. So you may be hearing on the news from your friends uh, today that Nashville passed a mask mandate for indoor use. This is not true. Uh, so we'll, we'll tell you a little bit about this. So News Channel 5 is reporting on this. The Metro Council, here's what did happen. The Metro Council passed an indoor mask requirement resolution. That's the key word there, resolution. And what that means is the Metro Council had a first reading on this out of three, and they want to move it to the second reading that is all that this means that the resolution passed normally we don't hear about resolutions passing um in the news too often unless it's something that is more newsworthy and of course anything covid these days is newsworthy so that's why we are hearing about the passing of this resolution uh so according to news channel 5 metro national council members passed a resolution urging the Metro Public Health Department to implement an indoor mask mandate. Councilmember Joyce Stiles filed the resolution which would apply to public indoor spaces. It would include people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated. Uh, Stiles spoke before the vote and said masks are necessary to protect the health and safety of national residents as COVID cases continue to rise. Uh, she also pointed to the high transmission rates of COVID-19. Uh, the resolution was approved after minimal discussion. A total of 21 council members voted for the for the resolution. Nine voted against and five abstained from voting. 
Um, and so there's talk of an ordinance which would uh, define what a proper mask is uh, and also uh, enforce the um, the violation of that. But uh, so as, as of right now, uh, there is no mask mandate in Nashville. It, it may be confusing because we don't talk in terms of resolution and all of this stuff uh, very often as a city. That's more of Metro Council speak. Um, so when you hear that Metro Council passed a resolution for an indoor mask mandate, uh, this is for public spaces, um, and it is not passed into anything uh, that is actionable yet. It is just moving on to the second reading, which will happen at the next Metro Council meeting. Which should be next Tuesday, I believe. Who knows? <laughs> I think they do a Metro Council meeting every Tuesday. Is it every Tuesday? I think so. It's or, or it's every other week. I can't remember. It's <laughs> We watched enough of them that we were so bored to tears. Literally, I think I cried tears because I was so bored. Um, you remember that 10-hour Metro Council meeting they had like a year ago? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was awful. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, moving away from Metro Council, um, a lot of development news today um, mixed with a little bit of history. And uh, also, both happen to be places that we have covered extensively um, with our uh, Tour Around Nashville Neighborhood Series on the podcast. If you, We'll be talking a little bit about where you can find that later in this episode. Uh, we have some playlists on, on YouTube for that. Um, but let's start in a very, very cool neighborhood uh, in Nashville, a very historic neighborhood with just a tiny bit of history left in it uh, to see. And this area is Wedgwood, Houston. Yeah, so this is a it's a very important area of Nashville. Uh, back in our history episode of Wedgwood, Houston, we talked about this guy named uh, Captain John C. Rains. And he was a boat captain in the Revolutionary War. And he was also uh, part of the people uh, that got land grants because they served in the Revolutionary War. And so he got a land grant and he was one of the first ones to bring dairy cattle to Nashville, which is super significant because that means you can start farming this area. You can start raising crops. And uh, that was very significant as well. And the house that we, we've talked about this mansion probably three or four times here on this podcast. And uh, there's this huge mansion in Wedgwood, Houston. And there's, it's been this debate about what's going to happen to this land. Uh, and now it looks like AJ Capital Partners have closed on the deal on buying this mansion. So this mansion um, is was built in the 1800s. Merritt Mansion is the name of this place. It's at 40, uh, 441 Humphreys Street. Um and what's very interesting, and you don't see this anywhere else in Nashville, uh, except except for the Ravenwood Mansion. Um, uh, there there are a few, uh, just a few places where a very historic home in Nashville is just kind of sitting in the background um, of of the city and of the land. Uh, Merritt Mansion is one of those. Uh, we'll show you a little photo, uh, but it, it's essentially, literally, almost. Um, two to 300 yards back in this small little wooded area. Um, and you would not know it was a historic mansion uh, just from walking by there. You could barely even notice it. It's very, it sits, sits back into a field. Here's, here's a photo uh, of this, this mansion. And this is uh, once you actually get onto the property, this is the view of this. You have to go probably about 50 yards or so into the property 
to even get a view like this. So, so this man, mansion is actually significant in the sense that this was uh, Captain John C. Rain's daughter who built this mansion. Yes. And so it just has a lot of deep Nashville history to it. It's a beautiful place. And supposedly uh, before AJ Capital Partners closed on this, they talked about moving this entire mansion, which I, I think they're still going to do. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a house raised off the ground like that, and then they moved it, Aaron. It's a very fascinating thing. Nope, but they're uh, going to do it with this one. Yeah, they are. And so what they do is they basically go underneath a house, and they put this, like, hydraulic lift system, and they lift it, the house, like, an inch at a time. It's very, very small. It's a, a very, very Delicate process. process. Uh, <laughs> I think it takes the one house I saw move. It took uh, probably about a month and a half to get under the house and they can only lift it like an inch a day. So like the like house isn't like shaking or breaking and stuff. Wow. And so it's a very delicate process. And um, it's very fascinating because I saw them move a historic mansion over uh, off of Charlotte Pike a couple a uh, couple years ago. That was fun. Yeah, uh, the, so it's going to be really moved a lot of historic things. Uh, we saw recently um, the rail car, yep. the engine uh, from Centennial Park. Yeah, we're uh, we're actually going to be making a video on that engine soon, and I'm super excited about. Seeing and now it's in the Tennessee Railway Museum, correct? Yep. Um, but it was it was formerly housed at uh, Centennial Park, and they had to build a special track, I believe, right? To, yep. To move it to their uh, to their museum. Um, okay, so this this mansion in this area, AJ Capitals closed on the building. Formerly, it was the uh, the Kings of Leon, uh, the band, uh, and and they're here in Nashville. They they bought it, um, and uh, now they sold it to AJ Capital Partners um, for thirty point nine million dollars wow. uh, for this five point seven acre um, site. Um, and, which is just wild. That's crazy. And uh, this will be an 800,000 square foot mixed use project that AJ Capital is going to be developing Wow! on this property. Um, so we're, we're going to show you a few renderings of this space. Uh, but before we do, the like Stuart said, the mansion is not going to be destroyed in this process. Uh, it's actually going to be a centerpiece. Um, so... You know, uh, it's very interesting because a lot of times when redevelopment happens like this, uh, a historic area or mansion or something like that is is maybe play second fiddle to the big development. Uh, but I think this home will actually get a lot more attention and people will learn more about the story of Nashville and this neighborhood from this mixed use development and the placement of this. Uh, so let's talk about uh, what is going to be um here with this property so we'll show you a little rendering um here on this property which is just it, it's i, I wow. really like what they're doing with this yeah that, that's that's really cool uh it's gonna have a like green space it's gonna have like a park in the middle which actually makes way more sense than moving a house it really does well, i think they, they they are moving the house oh they still are moving the house? They, they still are moving the house uh, but they're just making it the centerpiece of this mixed-use development. Yeah, so uh, you may be wondering what all these different buildings are. At least 265,000 square feet of residential space across four buildings. So that's going to be four of these buildings. Uh, at least 211,000 square feet of office space across four buildings. I don't know if they're the same buildings. No, because residential, and then you have four different office buildings. Yes. 
at least 104,000 square feet of uh, retail across eight proposed buildings. Wow. That's a lot of retail. Yeah. And then uh, green space in the form of a great lawn fronting the Marriott Mansion. Yeah. So you'll have the, the great lawn. Um, you'll have the Merritt Mansion. Um, and, and you will have tons of green space. I really hope that they um, make it a historic home to give tours, walk through, discover, read. Um, looks like they will have uh, a six-story office. Looks like the highest uh, building that they will have. A five-story residential area, a five-story office, a four-story office, and uh, a four-story residential and another four-story residential. So this is not going to be by any means a small area of Wedgwood, Houston. This is going to be um, probably one of the places in the next five years or so, however quickly they are able to build it, that uh, will be really a must-see in the Wedgwood, Houston area, I believe. Well, it's it's crazy to think about what AJ Capital Partners has done in Wedgwood, Houston. They yeah. have done so much in Wedgwood, Houston. And uh, let's uh, throw up this photo of the different sites. And this is not even showing all of their site. Maybe it is. Uh, so you have site B and site A. That's going to be this huge five point, or site B is going to be the 5.7 acre development. Uh, and then you have a bunch of sites right there uh, with site A on this map that we're looking at. Then you have the uh, old factory, the sock factory, that's converted to Apple Music and all these restaurants and everything. Yeah, they've and done then, a, a, a ton of work. You'll hear this on our our playlist for Wedgwood Houston in the uh, in the tour around Nashville of their redevelopment and the history of the the May Hosiery site. Yep. Uh, and and what they're doing with with that. So AJ Capital spending a lot of time in Wedgwood Houston because they know that it's an area worth a preserving. So there's a lot of preservation going on. Uh, but be redevelopment into uh, an arts community. Uh, but, you know, Wedgwood Houston is going through some changes, but um, AJ Capital is a, a company that seems to at least understand the value of what's in the neighborhood. Well, they understand it so much that they also built the Nashville Warehouse Company. Yes. Uh, which is located north of the factory uh, that's right there in Wedgwood Houston. And that's going to be a huge office development residential. It had all of those huge lumber beams. Uh, So AJ Capital is investing heavily in Wedgwood Houston because they know what it's going to be in five years. So other entities involved in this project, Chicago-based Harsthorn Plunkard Architecture, as well as Dryden Architecture and Design, Barge, Cawthon and Associates, and HDLA. And all of those, aside from the Chicago-based one, are based in Nashville. All right, now let's talk about where we have eaten locally. And uh, it would not be a day of celebration for my birthday without eating at West Coast Taco. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Good it, for it you. Just, I I got done with this massive hike and uh, all this stuff, and I'm just like, you know what I want? I just want steak, fries, and queso. All right, so what did you get? So I got a carne asada uh, burrito okay. with fries on the inside. Ooh. And I said, make it wet. And so they literally covered it in queso to the point there was so much queso in the box, it was leaking from the styrofoam beneath it. Wow. And so I had to eat it with like a bag underneath because <laughs> it, it was it was messy and it was delicious and it was exactly what I wanted in my life. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so I went to last week the Well Coffee House over by Lipscomb University on Granny White Pike. 
um, an area that we've also talked about extensively here on, on the podcast. Um, but uh, I, I got their, their Blue Note coffee. Uh, you and I had it a ton when they had their well uh, coffee house location in downtown Nashville. I miss that thing so much. I know. It, it was such a good location, uh, but it was super busy. You know, school is back. Uh, so the, the coffee shop, it was absolutely packed. Uh, but I got their Blue Note coffee, and uh, it, it was incredible. I, I, I'm glad that they have that. I love the signature light roast that we have here in Nashville, like Caliber has their bourbon one. They have their they have a blueberry one as well, and then the uh, the Blue Note that uh, the well has. These signature light roasts in Nashville are, are very good. Oh, they're, they're delicious, and they're full of caffeine. <laughs> All right. Got more coffee and Wedgwood Houston adventure coming up for you with Explorers Nashville tip of the day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it's a great day to spend your day in Wedgwood, Houston. There's actually a lot to do in this neighborhood. And one of the best ways to start your day in Wedgwood, Houston is getting coffee at Americano Lounge. Americano Lounge is incredible for uh, you can get some breakfast, you can get coffee, uh, you can get probably some of the best espresso in Nashville. You'll find at Americano Lounge um, and it's a great way to start your morning there. It's not going to be too busy in that area. Um, and uh, it, it's just a very, very fun area of Wedgwood Houston. That part is in the redevelopment. It's near all the, actually it's in the old uh, hosiery factories that we were talking about earlier. So uh, it's a good way to start your day before you uh, and, and prepare yourself in that historic area for a place that is older than the history of the Bay Hosiery Factory. Yeah, and this is Fort Nagley. It's one of the largest inland Civil War forts built during the Civil War. Uh, it's an incredible place. It's free to walk around. There's free parking, which you can't beat. And uh, you get to you get the best view of the Nashville <laughs> skyline right now. Uh, besides, yeah, right the, now. besides the Cumberland Park in downtown Nashville. Uh, it's a great place. We have an entire history video on our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. You can learn about that. You can also learn about Fort Nagley by checking out our Wedgwood Houston series on YouTube. Uh, it's a whole playlist dedicated to the Wedgwood Houston neighborhood. And then once you're done learning about the history of Nashville and of the Civil War, make your way down to a neighborhood called Barry Hill, and you can get breakfast at an incredible place called Funky Griddle. I was literally just watching our uh 2020 uh, top restaurant videos yesterday. And uh, once again, saw funky griddle on there. It's on, it's on uh, that, uh, that video. If you want to check that on in, on YouTube, um, but uh, funky griddle, you can cook your own food. You, you literally have a griddle in front of you. So you and a few friends uh, can cook your, your breakfast, your eggs, your hash browns, your pancakes, and kind of decorate it however you want to. And uh, it, it's a really fun experience to, uh, be with friends, cook, hang out, and, and it's great atmosphere. Um, and it's in a great area of Nashville called Berry Hill. So uh, uh, if you have uh, a good morning to do that uh, today or this week, uh, that is a great thing to do in Nashville to immerse yourself in some of the history of this city and also enjoy the good coffee and food. That is Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day.
Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily get 10% off their next online order and person visit. You can find them inside of Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. We also have this candle just sitting right here. This is the Tennessee candle. It's a whiskey scent, and we have not burned this thing at all, and it smells up our entire studio. It is wonderful. It, it's the, just the smell. It's probably the best like whiskey smelling non whiskey, like non bottle of whiskey thing yeah, it, that's out there. It, it literally reminds me of like going to Jack Daniels and like smelling the processing of the whiskey and all that stuff. Uh, you can get one of these candles at screenthreads.com. Use code Nashville D- daily to get 10% off. All right. So more development news uh, in a uh, neighborhood of Nashville, kind of a smaller neighborhood known as 12th South, uh, not 12th South, uh, we talked about that in <laughs> the the debate on that in our uh, tour around national series of, of 12 South. Uh, but uh, 12 South is a great shopping uh, retail and food walkable area of Nashville. It is located on 12th Avenue South. I would say this is just uh, three to four miles South of downtown Nashville. It's just literally one road. So if you go to the Gulch and keep driving South, you will arrive in 12th Avenue South. Um, now, that area um, is is a very interesting area because it's mostly made of these uh, kind of shops and homes from the early 1900s. Uh, right along there, uh, a lot of development has been happening there to make bigger and newer and everything like that. And that's not uh, that's that's uh, even the case for this next mixed use development uh, that we're seeing here on 12 South. It's a little bit North of all the shopping areas. Uh, so we'll show some renderings of this, but this is coming from uh, Nashville now next um, and uh, run by Robert Luper third. And he's putting out some incredible stuff. So thank you, Robert uh, for putting this out there. It's at Nashville now next.com. Now I, I learned that the, the site is called uh, now next because uh, he does a good job of highlighting this little section and it says what's now and what's next, meaning like what's here right now and what's, what's there, coming in the future. what's what's coming up there. They're next. Uh, so uh, very, very cool on that. All right. So according to this, a request has been filed to rezone properties along the popular 12 South uh, Avenue corridor to SP zoning. The properties are located between Linden and Lawrence avenues and currently the site of the tabernacle missionary Baptist church. Once approved, the request would permit a mixed use development on 1.7 acres. The request was made by barge. I uh, have to say that last name, Aaron. So barge Cawthon and Cawthon. associates and associates. Hey, they, we, they were doing uh, the, also the development in Wedgwood Houston that we just talked about. There That's you go. Funny. Uh, on behalf of the tabernacle missionary church, and here is a quick rundown. So we have this first photo, uh, and this is going to show you where on 12 South this is going to be located. So it is north of the traditional 12 South right now. Uh, in this photo, you can see so an incredible yeah, photo of Belmont University to yeah. the left. Uh, and then where the it's highlighted on 12 South, that's the 1.7 or 1.87 acres uh, for the zoning right now. So you'll see this before you enter into a lot of the, the shopping districts. So this is kind of uh, moving that experience of 12 South just a little bit north of where it is traditionally located, uh, which is good because maybe that will even out the parking just a little bit in that area because uh, try to park there. It's not fun. 
Yeah. It, it, so what's there now is a church and a parking lot. Uh, what's coming next is a mixed-use development, and it's going to have a capacity of 48,375 square feet multiple use space and 187 parking spaces, and currently it is in planning and zoning conditions. All right. So here is a rendering of this. This is kind of looking... Uh, I believe looking at actually this is looking north. Yep. Um, in downtown Nashville's kind of in the top left hand corner in the background. And so this is a, a very cool mixed use development. You can see uh, kind of how the center is empty for uh, walking space, a few small little shops and restaurants in the middle kind of standalone uh, there, but it is uh, this kind of U shaped or this uh, upside down U shaped facing the street for the rest of the mixed-use part for retail, residential, et cetera. Uh, so b below this mixed-use development, it's going to be the parking lot, which makes sense, which will be the first underground parking lot in the 12 South region, Whoa, which is fantastic. Uh, I don't think the apartment complex up the road has an underground. I think they have an above-ground parking lot. But That would make sense. Uh, that's going to be really big. But the, the thing that's fascinating me the most about this mixed-use development is the amount of retail. And we are about to show you this photo of 48,000 square feet of retail. Wow, that's a lot of retail spaces. So this uh, is similar to, look, the, the retail sizes looks like it's similar to the L&L market yeah. as far as the amount of space for uh, each kind of retail area in there. Uh, so we have uh, we have a several restaurant retail spaces, one with 5,800 square feet, uh, one with 4,300 square feet looks like. Um, close to, let's see, 10 or 12 retail spaces, all between like 1,400 square feet and 1,875, and uh, uh, a cafe area. Ooh, another coffee also, shop in 12 which, South. Which I think is, is good, uh, 12 South. I think all the coffee shops are doing just fine there, but one more is definitely not going to hurt, especially uh, if you can kind of hang out in that area. Most of the coffee shops in 12 South are more of the grab a coffee and walk around the area. This one you could actually probably uh, sit and hang out and enjoy all of the things in this mixed-use development. Uh, I also like the 1,800 square feet for covered dining. Uh, that's in, right next to the courtyard. Oh, yeah, that is, that is super nice. The breezeway, wow. the courtyard, uh, the covered dining. Yeah, that, that's incredible. Like I said, walking space in and out of here is going to give this uh, really a, a great feel. And I, I think this is going to be great. I love also the underground parking lot. That's clutch. I, th I think the retail is going to be great, too. I, I wonder if the church is going to stay like they're going to rebuild this property and then they're going to have a little small facility inside of this mixed use development, which would be incredible because you never see that in Nashville. Uh, all right. So we're going to show another rendering. And this is looking south uh, of the renderings in 12 South. So here is the kind of the other view from the, the north looking south into this area. Uh, looks like that the a space on the left is that D building that we saw on the previous image, which is I don't believe is defined yet. Um, so it maybe that could be part of the church. Uh, maybe it could be something else. It's room for basically whatever uh, could come in there. It could be something uh, bigger than just your kind of normal retail. Who knows what's going in there? Uh, I really like the look of this. It's not, um, it's not very colorful. It fits right into kind of the uh, blending in of that area, kind of a charcoal look. Yeah. 
throughout the area. Uh, if only the streets of Nashville actually looked like what they are on the rendering. Oh, those look like amazing. very, very pleasant streets to drive on. That looks like uh, a roundabout at the edge. Of the <laughs> Uh, but uh, Nashville streets are not pleasant to drive on, so that's how, that's how you can tell the uh, the renderings are ever so hopeful that's, of uh, the areas. That, that's how they're selling Nashville is uh-huh. with the, the renderings is they're saying, oh, the streets look so great. Yeah, the streets look great in the renderings. The 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 Nashville of Tomorrow video that we played last week had this the Cumberland River as this beautiful, gorgeous Caribbean blue water. If only, if only it was <laughs> instead of full of gasoline and other things. Oh, yeah. All right. So we have uh, one last photo and this is between uh, building a and building B. This is that walkway that's going into the courtyard. And then uh, over to the right hand side, there's going to be that uh, covered restaurant space and a breezeway over back in the left hand side. Looks like um, a little rooftop as well. Wouldn't be Nashville without having a rooftop. That's very true. And 12 South def- definitely needs some rooftop options. <laughs> uh, I think this would be the first rooftop uh, kind of bar or restaurant in uh, in 12 South. Yep. Uh, Ember's Ember Ski Lodge kind of has a second floor. Kind of. Now it's I don't know if it, I would, so I would it's not really a like rooftop. a rooftop kind of experience. This would be probably one of the only ones in 12 South. Yeah, so uh, this is the last photo that we're showing for this possible development. Uh, they're meeting with the planning uh, metro metro planning agenda on uh, October 14th. So we'll be updating you over the next month and a half to see what if this is approved or not. Uh, but it's super exciting to see that 12 South is ever changing. You can learn all about 12 South by checking out our playlist on YouTube. Yeah, so our tour around Nashville series, head to YouTube. Um, if you're a history buff, you want to learn about the areas that you're living and shopping in, it's great. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.